Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the final forfeit podcast episode of the year. My name is Metal Matt. With me, as always, is Big John Stud, Wild Bill. The J Lo is not with us. He is, he could be, but probably not. He's visiting family right now over the holiday season. Happy holidays, fellas. How's everyone doing? How was everyone's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa? Good? Fantastic. Can't complain, huh? Fantastic. I think it was, a lot of, a lot of us taking some, some breaks off of work, right? I mean, yep. I like to take this. This is a good, nice time for me to take some time off of work, um, relax, do nothing, do something, do what I want, right? Right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> what were you saying, John? No, it was it was tit tit cold. Oh, it was it's, cold as shit. It was like the coldest Christmas in like sixty years. Yeah, it was crazy cold. It got to like the feel the the you know the 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 wind chill was like negative something. I don't know. At least we weren't in Buffalo. Oh my God! Thoughts we'd, and prayers go out. We'd to still be shoveling the people in Buffalo. That's just that. That's just nuts, you know. And and I know some people from the Buffalo area, and they always say, "Oh, we're ready for this. We're born into this." And this, I don't know, man. Like they got hit so hard, so fast with that snow. I don't care who you are. I saw some footage, man. You're not you're not ready for something like that. Nope. Just just yeah. hang out the house. Just hang out the house. Thoughts and prayers to the folks in buffalo man just people are dying people are have died they're dying it's just it's just not good not a good thing so what are we getting into we got the <laughs> what is it the, the first annual forfeit festivus absolutely right? I, I, i'm sure some of our listeners have have watched seinfeld before i'm not a huge seinfeld fan to be honest but uh I am familiar with the Festivus, um, which is what we're going to be doing today. We're having the the Forfeit Festivus. Uh, for, the Festivus was basically a uh, fictional sort of holiday that was made up in the in in Seinfeld, the uh, sitcom, and it was basically the airing of the grievances. It was the idea of like getting around a table during the holidays and and airing grievances of others that you've had throughout the years. So in forfeit fashion, we're going to have a, uh, the forfeit festivus and give some time for each one of us to air our grievances out, whether it be, you know, a family member or sports. I mean, I'm going to stick to sports, but because that's what I know best. I don't know shit about family. So uh, <laughs> that's where I'll be. But uh, you know plenty about family. I do. I do. You guys are my family. Hey, Seinfeld is a great <laughs> show. I will say sticking to the Seinfeld thing. I was late to the game on Seinfeld when it was. In its prime years, I think I was just watching other stuff on television, mm-hmm. but then I got into it and like, you know what, you know, and, and I saw a documentary about it once and they literally explained it as like, it's a show about nothing. And if you watch the show, it is literally a show about nothing. And it's, there's a lot of parallels between Seinfeld and Forfeit, right? I mean, we're a podcast about nothing. I mean, we don't really, you know. We, we just we get on and we just like riff. We, we riff. We we improvise, right? We don't know what we're doing. No, we're, we're we're almost three years into this this bullshit, and we still don't know what we're gonna do from from episode to episode. We're still we ironing out the kinks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I bet by our final episode, whenever that is, we'll have it under control. Yeah, absolutely. But, hey, Seinfeld, great show. Great show. I know Bill's a huge Seinfeld guy. Well, are you? Are you? Are you Bill? Oh yeah, oh. love it, love it. I would have. I would have not have pegged you as a. As a oh, guy. oh, huge fan, huge fan. Right. Totally, totally, great, great background show to put on. You don't be like, you don't got to follow it. You can come in every couple minutes and be like, oh, you don't even got to give a shit to know what's going on. You just can exactly look at, look at them and laugh because they're just. And that's the it. beautiful thing about the show about nothing. It's like it 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 lends itself to that. You just like yeah. casually walk into the room. And you're like, oh, what the hell are they talking about? And then you just start laughing. Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, it does obviously plots in it. There's show themes, yeah. but it's not like you know. Overall, it's not like a uh, you know show that you have to like follow faithfully to get. Right. So yeah, no, but it is, but it is worth watching. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely good. Been, 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 been toward me. 
So, so then, you know, after the Festivus, I guess we'll get into some Eagles talk. Uh, you know, we haven't been able to, uh, speaking of grievances, error grievances <laughs> over the Dallas loss. Um, and then, you know, what, what's the, what's the rest of the season? What are these last two games look like from a roster standpoint? And that sounds great. A little organ over there. You got a little organ the in there. It was, it was. I apologize about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Is that, that the Kansas City disc, yeah, it is. disc golf tournament going on Jesus. over there? Yes, it is. It's, oh, my it's God. the Kansas City wide open, the, MB, the MPO it's, round two back nine. It sounded like a seven-inning stretch at a disc golf uh, Listen, tournament. Brought to our brought to us by partners at Lone Star Disc. I mean, you know. Menards doesn't sponsor that shit. Save no, big this, money. No, this is, this, yeah, this is one of our, you know, we have some cross-mingling, but we need to kind of get the disc golf community under the forfeit umbrella. Well, hey, so that's, guess what? That's, that's one that's of the goals the, for 23. That's the perfect, uh, yeah, perfect segue. <laughs> into, you know, our last our last segment uh, is is New Year's resolutions for for for, for, for 2023. And that could be one of them, Bill. Let's let's engage the disc golf community. Let's hit them heavy. Let's hit them hard. They're they're yeah, not I mean, yeah, they're big they're big into podcasting and YouTube and you know they you know they're you know they're into everything so I think it's just if we can uh, intermix our, our our listening streams I think that would be a benefit a little more beneficial to us right now to get the viewership and listen you know subscribers up a little bit but uh, but some cross modulation could work yeah <laughs> uh, so Festivus right John you want to kick it off. Yeah, man. I mean, air, listen. Air, air a little grievances. What, what do you oh, got for us? I got so many grievances. Oh boy. <clears throat> All right. Are we doing nope. sticking to one, or are we doing like? Because I, I got one. I got one. I got. I got one big one. Okay. I got one big one. Okay. And um, and my one big one is is probably not a huge surprise, but it's fucking Jonathan Gannon. This guy from from the playoffs last year, right? Getting getting dick stomped by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? And Tom Brady carving us up and his shitty defense all the way full circle to, you know, now we're going to draft some defensive players. You got Jordan Davis, Harry Roseman goes out and gets plug and play. Hassan Reddick goes out and get James Bradbury. And this sea soccer is, is given up third and thirties, third and thirties. I, I mean, I'm sorry, John. For our listeners, can you please clarify <laughs> what sea sucker means? Yeah, yeah cake. So, uh, he's a cake sucker. He's he a likes cake it. sucker. Loves to suck cake. Yeah, listen, got it. I can l- listen. It, this guy is like he irritates me to no end. It's like we we got rid of where Jim Swartz left us, and we're, we're left with this next guy, and it's like. You're kidding. You're killing me. A third and 30 blitz. Why don't you fucking blitz every two or three downs just to mix something up a little bit? You're killing me. It's been all year. It's been from the tail end of the playoffs last year, all the way full circle to the, to, to last week. You're killing me. Nothing's gotten better. Nothing. It's, it's, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to blow. You know what annoys me about him the most? The sweatshirt. And it's the white hat. (laughs) <laughs> he's always wearing a white hat. Yeah. It is the least intimidating thing on the, a football sideline. And he's like, hat. always like this. He's like, always like this. I feel like that's a guy like just sitting around watching. I'd rather you get a little like, like what the are you doing? Like, like a little hand motion, like a little excitement, a little like grab man, a I face will... mask, like grab a face mask. Thank and, like, you. Get, in, like, get into their shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. I like, Listen, if Jonathan Gannon, if you're listening, I aired my grievance. Okay, I'm Listen. sure he is. I guarantee he is. I mean, just just make me look like a fool. Okay, make me look like a fool, and then I, you know, we're we're okay. We're buds. Or we're dapping it up. But but you're but you're really frustrating the hell out of me the entire year. I was excited. I was like, look at this team. It's got it's got sacks and three different three different guys almost have ten sacks a game. This that. Okay, well, like let's not like. Let's not give up third and thirties. You know, let's not let have the other team score so much. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. That's my grievance. Um, and I'm sticking to it. Solid grievance. You can hear the passion and the fire in your <laughs> voice. 
30, and you, 30. And, and you, and you, and you, and you, cur- and you cussed a couple times. You're not really a cusser on this podcast. <laughs> I try, I try to keep you it. You leave that up. Well, the rest of us do a good enough job, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, hey, valid grievance. You know, they're all valid, you know? And it's, and, and I could tell that came from, that came from somewhere deep, Ugh. you know? Ugh. And I think it, I think it, I think the last straw broke during the Dallas game. It sounded mm-hmm. it, it it sounded like to me like this has been boiling all year. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you want to watch a game, dude, and you want to be like, all right, you know, like here's a third and seven. I mean, that should be like an okay thing for a defense to to try to defend. All right, you might give up one or two, but like again, it's the same thing over and over again. You got you got corners playing off guys. You're giving up. Yeah, you know, there's a third and nine. You give up eleven yards. It's a third and five. You give up seven yards, or you give up thirteen yards. It's like. What are we doing as a defense? Like we have really good players on defense, really good players. Like, and then just to make an excuse that like, oh, it's third and 30. And uh, I, I keep harking back to third and 30 because that was the thing that just blew my, my top off. It's like, oh, well, we, somebody was hurt. So there was li- no communication. So we're going to blame that guy. It's like, no, though, how about you set your guys up for success? 30 yards. How about everyone stand back to the 25 yard line? You know what I mean? And we'll mm-hmm. just tackle. We'll, we'll, we'll attack at that point when the ball's thrown. Mm-hmm. Like, unless I'm crazy. I mean, it, it makes sense to me. But, you know, you line up. You get a you guy beats you. Not for, not for uh, you know, 30 yards. Like, 40 yards. Like, yeah. Ugh, irritating. We could have well, covered we'll, that. Let's Us, see. I mean, let's see what the playoffs bring, right? If Bill was the safety and Matt and I were both corners on that play, that would have been stopped. It would have been hit to the helmet on T.Y. Hilton on yard 17 because you don't let a guy go 20 yards. It, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Thank you. I didn't mean to cut your flow. That was no. a terrible drop-in. That was fucking cold as ice. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. And that's not far for the course. I'm well, sorry. Bill, do you want to get Bill? Do you want to go next, or do you want me to go? I mean, you can go, Matt. You can go. Uh, all I, right. I, well, my cool off over here. All right. Well, my I got team. one. I got my grievance. It's not. I'm not really so angry about it anymore. Like John, ha, you know, just showed. I mean, which was which was which was great. I love this. I love seeing the passion. Um, mine just comes with a little bit of disappointment and sadness these days. Um, you know, my favorite sport in the whole wide world, as you guys all know, is the game of basketball. And I just feel like over this past year, I've I'm I'm losing um, my sense of uh, I, I, of of passion and um, uh, interest in not basketball, but the NBA. I just. It's getting harder and harder for me to justify some of the things that are being represented in the league nowadays. Um, and I'm not I'm 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 more so talking about on the court, more uh, not so much off the court, off the court stuff, whatever it is, what it is. I think that a lot of the guys do do some some of the flashy stuff for fun. But I feel like the stuff that I'm seeing on the court now it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just really a bad product. And it's just getting harder and harder for me to, to, to get behind. Um, I try, I know that there's something wrong and I can't really put my finger on it. There's, there's, there's so many things, right. And we only have so much time on this podcast to, to, to talk about it, but like, there's just, I can't really put my finger on one thing. There's just a lot of different things and I just know that there's – I know it's a, an issue when I try to sit down and watch a basketball game in the NBA. And it could – and it doesn't have to be the Sixers. It could be any, any, any team. So I'll watch any game because I just I'm – a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the, the game itself. And I just – I find myself having a shorter and shorter attention span, a shorter and shorter fuse – for the stuff I'm seeing on the in these games, and I just think I'm just maybe it's just the game is evolving away from a, a style that 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 I would like to see. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, 
but it's just um it it's it's making me uh it's it's bumming me out because you know I I love I love watching NBA basketball. Like I grew up watching it's like been a big escape for me all my life and you know it's just uh it's just tough. I just can't I just have so many issues with every time I try to watch a game I can't sit through a whole game. It just drives me crazy. Matt, I'm can you so give us one one little thing? You don't just give us like one little thing like that's really like really twisting your nipple. Well, well, there's no, the center position is gone. It's just gone. Like there's no, you might as well just, just not have, just don't even call anyone a center anymore. Um, and you know, like, 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 like last night, for instance, I was watching, uh, at, at dinner, we were out and they had the Lakers heat game on. Okay. Um, might not be the best example in the world because the Lakers right now are trash and they're just, they're probably just mailing it in. But, you know, it, it was even happening on the Miami side. It was like, you get a good defensive stop and you go down the other end of the floor. And instead of taking it hard to the hole, these guys are just backing out for like three pointers that, and these guys don't even have no business shooting threes. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I then I think we've said it on the, on the podcast that we touched on it a little bit is like for as awesome as the three point shot has been. And we're all shooters on this, on this podcast, you know, I mean um, we love the three point shot, but it's as valuable as it is. I feel like it's starting to swing the other way and it's starting to hurt the game. Um, and it's just, it, it's just, it's just, it, it looks like, it looks like gym class. It looks like it, it to me. It just looks like a bunch of guys running around right now that are just, you know, chucking up threes. There's no scheme. There's no game plan, you know, and it's just and I think a lot of the stuff that's that's been happening um, at the corporate level of the league, what they what they're allowing to happen from like a player standpoint now is just starting to talk just eat its way more and more onto the floor. And it's starting to just really tarnish um, the product of the game. And I'm just, I'm really, I'm just disappointed. And I don't know if it's just me or I, I I don't know. I just, I just can't relate. I just, you know, the, the, the way that they, the way that they carry themselves as a league right now is just, I think I'm having a hard time relating with a lot of it. And, um, you know, I don't know. It just bummed me out. I can definitely, uh, I, that's, I'm glad that you, the one thing that you brought up is like one thing that I'd like, I think I've been saying for a while about the center position. <clears throat> and I think that it's, it's very valid. I think it's, I think you're a lot of the things I think that you're feeling. I think a lot of people, I think Bill would probably agree with most of what you're saying as well. Um, I think the, the, it's all, a uh, um, a conundrum of like how to make that league better, how to make more people want to watch it. Like, and it's, it's, it's a tough thing. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, how to make it better to be honest with you, but I think everything you said, like I, I feel, I agree with totally. I, think- I just, with every sport, there's a purity to every sport, right? Sure. There's a purity in baseball. There's a purity in football. There's a purity in basketball. And I just feel like, and with every year that goes by, a lot of that purity is just getting diluted. Yeah. Um, it would be like know. it would be like if all of a sudden football just stopped using running backs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you know to compare to the center thing. You know what I mean? They stopped handing off the ball in the backfield, and they just went out and just just caught just the ball every time. The three point know? shot is basically what the three point shot would basically in football just be be passers just passing. Every, every down, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's great. Look, I get it. I mean, like things evolve, you know what I mean? But the way that it's evolving, I just don't think it's just not something that I can get on board with completely. And it's just getting harder and harder, you know, for me to, to get on board with it. One of the things that I also noticed um, about basketball recently when watching a lot during Christmas, which I'm sure you both did, was watching that Warriors-Grizzlies um, game, which I thought was one of the better games on Christmas. 
because of their sort of like rivalry that's mm-hmm. been going on because they warriors have been talking a lot of this warriors have uh, i'm sorry grizzlies have been talking warriors have been like check out the rings and i thought that that was the first time in a while um it actually felt like nba basketball you know like yeah. guys were like talking back and forth but to your point matt the, with the purity of the game and the way things have changed it's like you can't even talk to a guy or trash talk you get like two technicals and you're gone like yeah and it's it's really it's really a shame like and i understand why they do it but you know it would be like you know uh not being able to tackle in football it's it's i know that's not a not a good analogy but like you're saying there's a purity to it trash talk has always been part of every sport but now we have to sort of like monitor it and make sure it doesn't get out of hand it's like i don't know not that I want to bring back the bad boy Pistons, which would be awesome, by the way. I was but, just going to say, they won the championship based on like toughness. getting into the, the psyche of like their opponent, you know, and, and rattling them, you know. By the way, did you see, did you guys check out the Pistons game last night? Mm-mm. There was a, there was a play on the, on the baseline and a Piston, a Mo Wagner pushed, got pushed by somebody. Uh-huh. Or I'm sorry, he pushed uh, one of the Pistons guys like into the stands sort of on a loose ball. And then he got thrown into like the the st- um, uh, uh, the sidelines where the, the Pistons players were. And some guy from the Pistons like cold cocks on the back of the head and knocks him out. <laughs> I, was, I, heard, I didn't click on I heard about there was a melee like kind of like a little, you know, a little brawl going on. And I saw another malice. It basically, yeah. the, the announcer was like, "Please stay in your seats. If you re- if you leave your seats, you'll be arrested." And I was like, "Here we go!" Like, triggered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, uh, no, that's. I mean, it's you know, that's. I don't know. I, I and I don't know. I feel like they're just well, they're just all fake tough guys in the NBA. I mean, I guess getting knocked out doesn't make you a fake tough guy, but <laughs> and some and somebody when they're not looking is a pretty pussy move to do. So I doubt Mo Mo Wagner was thinking he was going to get catch one. I mean, he was getting pushed, but I mean, the, the NBA just is a shitty product. I don't even want to talk about it. It's a shit product. Matt, oh, it's Bill agrees. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 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 garbage. There's no there's no integrity. There's no there's nothing. It's it's it, the Europe the Euro, Europeans are better than Americans at it. You know, I'd say at least what four of the top five MVP candidates are foreign born. So AAU destroyed the American game. It's, it's, you know, well, and if you look at them, like to your point there, Bill, it's like, you look at those players and they're still well-rounded. They, they, they have a jump shot. They rebound. They play play defense. defense. They They play dribble. They know how to pass. They know how to cut. They know how to move without the ball. They know spacing. They know spacing. It's not just one to, to, to a spot behind the three point line. And, Hope that someone passes it to him. Like the only thing America teach you, teaches you is how to carry the basketball every second yeah. and play ISO basketball and take a 17 foot fade away with a guy's hand in your face and you hit one out of three and it's like, wow, did you see the shot he just hit when he could have made a pass five dribbles sooner and it had an easy layup dunk to somebody else? It's, it's, it's so it, it's such a microcosm of what this country and world's become. That like the NBA, NBA selfish play gets rewarded with shoe contracts and 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 and, and you know, ad deals, but yet these guys don't win jack shit on a team level. But they look really cool putting up thirty one, and their team is you know every year forty two and forty. But hey, man, he looks good with them shoes on putting up thirty five. Yeah. So, you know, I guess that's kind of, that's the NBA. It's not really a, 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 a league designed for competitive sport. It's just a, it's just a marketing campaign. Well, and you, I mean, you look companies. at, you look at Joel Embiid, prime example. Is. Again, love Joel. Okay. This isn't anything personal on him, but how long has that guy been playing basketball? Hmm. Not long. Since not long. Right? Look, and, how did and, he learn? How did he learn how to play basketball from YouTube and from watching the modern day players from say like ten years ago play? So we wonder why the guy is at the top of the key, calling for the ball, mm-hmm. doing spin moves, running point, and he's seven foot six 
what are, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be surprised that no. this is how this guy's playing the game because that's how that's all he knows. And I think coaching too. Or, or, well, what coaching? You mean the lack of coaching, right? Well, like, I think I think it's sort of what Bill's saying about the NBA product currently, and it's more important to put up thirty-five points a game than yeah. to you know work. You work well for the team, for example, yeah. and make without, and make people on your bench better. Make the guys around you better. You know, look at look at what happened in the infancy of the Warriors uh, um, dynasty. Andre Godala was part of that team, and they were like, "Hey, we need you to come off the bench." Yeah, and he's an eighty million dollar star. You know, I'm, he's not a superstar; he's a star. Well, he was the man in Philadelphia. Like man we made in him Philadelphia, the man. You know, leaves Philly. You know, I think he played for another team Memphis. before that, or after I think Memphis. Him, I think he and went then to gets, Memphis. goes to the Warriors, and he's a star on the team. And they're like, "Listen, we, you're not starting anymore. We need you to come off the bench." And he's like, "Eats humble pie." And says, you know what, I'll do it, and ends up being an MVP because yeah. it wasn't about me; it was about the team. Now, you hope that a lot of players would want to do that, but I think to Bill's point, I think with the sentiment what you're saying is, it's it's flashier to score 35 points, you know, go one for eight from the three point line, give me a couple of these, you know, give me a couple dances because I hit one three pointer and my team's 500 every year and we have eight playoff spots and we're still in the, in the hunt. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to get my max deal. I'm looking yep. for my 120 million max deal, maybe my shoe contract. And I'm going to show up to work looking like a, a clown. Yep. You know, but, but Chick-fil-A will be calling or Gatorade will be calling and I'll do my, okay. my stoop, my stupid commercial. And then you, you got know. those international guys like Luca putting up 60 points last night or two nights ago. You got Jokic MVP, right? Like, you know, and, and, and how about that new kid? Um, the young kid um, went, I'm going to screw his name up. Wembenyama met a bill. He's, he's supposed to be like the, they say if he gets to the NBA, according to that, according to, you know, everyone, he will be the best player ever because oh, of his, God. because of his length, because of his speed is like shooting ability. He's like a taller, quicker Giannis. So, I mean, and there's an international guy, right? So time yeah. will tell. Time will tell. Bill, give us your grievance on this forfeit festivus. I mean, I'll keep it brief so we can get to the next segment because all sports are kind of in the shithole tank right now. But and I guess one that's probably the biggest turd in the punch bowl would be uh, college sports. Um, just overall, it's. I previously was a pretty large college football and college basketball fan, and I couldn't tell you the last time I truly sat down and watched a game, beat whistle to whistle, and gave a shit about it. It's, uh, it's to no fault of the student athletes. I have no quarrel with them. You know, they're young adults, you know, who – Make make lots and lots of money for the universities they play at, but the whole this whole transfer portal for college football and college basketball, the one and done, aka the NBA. Um, you know the NBA NBA is now um, you know G League two is what college is, and it's just uh, it's just unfortunate. You know, there's no excitement coming for March Madness soon. Because it's really a crapshoot. It's, you know, it's, yeah, I'll watch some games maybe in February, college tournament, you know, the uh, conference tournaments and stuff a little. But it just, you know, coaches that really don't have the ability to groom players, um, elite players. I mean, the guys who are going to become accountants and whatever, you know, and play the four years, you know, those are the teams that are, it's it's a little funner to watch, like the mid-majors where guys are, you know, where the seniors are uh, beat the Dukes because they're 22 years and they've been playing on the team together, like the Florida Atlantic and the Wichita State, like, you know, the schools that we all, you know, who was the school last year that kind of made it? Was it last year or the year before made a pretty deep run? I don't know if they got to the final four, but it was a middle it was a mid-major school. I'm drawing a blank on it. But I mean, that's what college basketball used to be when, 
You know, you knew a guy maybe would leave after their junior year, like a Christian Leitner level, like if you were going to be a guaranteed top 10 pick. It's like, all right, I get that. You're a top 10 pick. But now you got guys leaving who don't don't get drafted in the NBA. And it's like to try to get back to school. I'm sorry if my thing thing, and I I don't know if that's off. Are you Uh, referencing the Loyola Ramblers, Bill? That might be it. That might be it. Loyola. uh, they're Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, they they they, they had a run on like two years ago. Now there's another team too recently that I think either made it to the Final Four. Can you pull up the Final Four from last year and yeah. pull up the Elite Eight as well? I'm just curious if you had a second. Um, but yeah, now it's just, it's just unfortunate. It's the modern Final, Final Four. Saint Saint Peter's Peter's Saint Peter's Saint Saint Peter's Saint Peter's yeah, yeah, that's who it was. Saint Peter. Yeah, because the. Because the coach left and went to uh, Seton Hall. Yep. And 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 That's I can't it. blame him. Yep. I can't blame him. I mean, he you know he's going to make ten times, literally ten times the amount of money. Good for him. You know, he did what he had to do at a small school. Um, but that's what made college basketball is like what college basketball was always about. You know, it's you you look forward to Duke, you know, or to Georgetown, Villanova. Hell, they're not even in the same conference anymore. So it's just like I mean, you got Notre Dame in the ACC. You got Syracuse in the ACC. I mean, it's insanity. The Big East was one of the best college basketball divisions in the country, and now it's it's a joke. It's a, and so it's just my grievance is that I don't know that we'll ever truly have collegiate sports, and for me, ever be you know a uh, a look forward to moment anymore because it's just. It, 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 the game is just it's just it's just not really enjoyable when you don't know what players are playing and it's tough to just root for the name on the front of the jersey the university i'm saying when you know they're charging their non-athlete fifty thousand a year to go there and it's a eight billion dollar university and i don't want to get into that conversation that's a different episode but it's it's uh yeah it just it's just one of those that it just sucks because you know this is bowl season I mean, Notre Dame yep. sucks balls this year, so with a bunch of cake suckers. So it's um, so Billy. You know, something tells me you're not watching the Cheese It Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to pass in the Cheese It Bowl and the Motor City Bowl and uh, Luke Oil, Pennzoil, the Bad Boy the Motor, bowl, like, the Bad Boy Lawn Lawn Mower Bowl or whatever I was was on earlier today. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, insert really long. Uh, company name here ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, like, like we were saying about the NBA, right? I mean, things evolve. They're going to e- evolve. Uh, but it's, how does it evolve? And it sounds like, you know, your grievance is, is similar to that, to where like, you know, you're a huge college guy and, um, And and also, you know, college, you know, the big appeal to that for so many years was the purity of the game, right? It's like you had these guys, these kids just, you know, playing for their for their hearts because they knew that, like, you know, after their last game, they're going to go be an accountant somewhere or a lawyer or, you know, um, or, you know, pick up a trade. You know, I I, it's just. Yeah, run a podcast, a successful podcast, you know. Um, it's, but to have that be diluted to a point where, like, you're not even, you're not even interested, or you're struggling with like getting that release or that escape that you once had as a fan. It's um, yeah, it's a bummer, man. It's just it sucks. It sucks. I, th- I think the NIL is to blame for a lot of it. Especially college football right now, I think that that's the biggest thing. I think yeah. that, I think that transfer portal what you're talking about, Bill, along with the NIL, I mean, is just it turns into a free agent frenzy. You know, you 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 make a commitment to a school for forever long, and I understand that coaches leave, but you know, no, I'm going to trip get myself in the transfer portal, and I'm going to go from Miami to Alabama or you know Rutgers to Florida. And the reason why I'm going there is because I got a a, a, a new Escalade to drive around. Well, so it's, I, just, it's just insane. I saw, like, there's a player, and I don't know what college, and if it went down, 
but is supposed to be getting a $5 million deal to sign somewhere. Yeah. And universities, and again, it wasn't the same university, but I believe it was an SEC school and university, and, and I believe it was Kentucky. Just I think it was Kentucky. I don't want to say the wrong college, but it was a big college, maybe Louisville or something. Asked like a third of the faculty, the science teachers, the math teachers, to all take like 15 or 10 or 15% pay cuts because they couldn't afford to pay everybody. But yet you can pay a kid $5 million to come play football on your team Saturday. And I understand you're going to say your argument is, well, that player packs the stadium and generates revenue and that's fine. But now we're back to, well, what are we here for? Like, mm-hmm. are we here to, to educate young adults to, 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 so they can enter the world in a prepared manner? Or is this just a, 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 a stepping stool to professional sports? I mean, that's fine. But then don't mask it under the, the collegiate umbrella and get all the benefits uh, you, know, you get from being in college as opposed to a business. So it, it, it just it just fucked up, and then and then you keep raising tuition for the people trying to better themselves and get a degree, and here you are, you got you, you know it's it's it, it just it's just such like like I said, it's a microcosm of how society's just really kind of spiral in 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 a crazy direction, and you know college sports used to kind of just be wholesome. I guess I'll leave it at that. And there's just for me, there's no wholesomeness left to it. It's just now it's a business. And I have, and I'd rather watch a pro sports because it's a better run business than college sports. And it's just so, but you know, but now I see we're going to run behind. We might have to cut out one of the segments, so I'm fine cutting out the suckle eagles if you guys want to. No, nah, I mean real quick, we can we can jump to that. I mean, no, I'm mean, joking. My, no, I don't my initial my no. initial thoughts on the on the Dallas game was when you turn the ball over too many times. And you can't and you can't get stops. You're most likely going to lose the football game. I mean, and that was just in a in a micro, you know, in a five second nutshell. That's that was that's my that's my take on it. It's like don't turn the football over. Well, you turn the football over. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into how they turn the football over, but they t- but at the end of the day, they turn the football over. So, and they couldn't get stops. So, you know, and I think John, you you served it up pretty well in your grievance. <laughs> I can you know? I concur with everything you said, Doctor. Oh, I mean, you're right. You're right. Hey, that's it. You know. Turn, so, turnovers, what do you do? You turnovers. wash your hands of it, and what? you move on. You know, a lot of people go, "Well, if we had Hurts, this and that." Hey, man, Hurts wasn't out there turning the football over, and Hurts doesn't play defense. So, I don't know what game you were you were watching. I, I mean, I thought I thought Garner Minshew played a pretty decent game. I mean, Agreed. I don't think it was Garner's fault. <laughs> I've seen worse quarterback play, backup quarterback play in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So he didn't, I, he didn't do I anything mean, to uh, hurt his hurt his cause. You're exactly no. right. It was those two things: no, turn the ball over four times and given and not getting stops. Done. End of end of story. I don't yeah. know. I don't give a shit if Tom Brady's back there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to win. well, who, what Tom Brady are you th- talking about? The Tom Brady now, or it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it feels well, like Tom Brady now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, gentlemen, care to elaborate or build off of off of off of that? But I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell for me. I mean, just no, I, look I, I, look forward to the Saints and the Giants, and let's. Let's stay healthy as as healthy as we can be. Rest the guys that need rest, and let's get let's let's get in the play let's let's get in the playoffs here. Dallas is up ten six currently in the third quarter. If they lose tonight, I mean, how crazy would that be? And with to uh, Josh Dobbs, Dobbs starting first yeah. career and like you know, and they're resting Derrick Henry, and screwing some people in big important games. <laughs> Fucking what are you what are you talking about, Bill? Like, bunch of would shit bags. That be a uh, a certain fantasy football championship. I'm fucking believable. Oh, do you I, have him, Bill? Yeah, in Berlin. He's, he's my he's my he's the reason I'm in this championship game. God damn it! Oh. And now all of a sudden I lose him and Jalen. But Jalen practiced today, which is insane because I heard that he might even not even be healthy for the playoffs this year. That's so, another pick. 
Who threw it? Dak. He just threw a pick? Yep, three. Tu- Matt, speaking of what you just said, Dallas has three turnovers already tonight to one. There you go. I mean, it all adds up. Yep. We'll see how it shakes out. Ezekiel Elliott. He's a cake sucker, too. He's a cake sucker. <laughs> These guys. Word of the episode, cake sucker. You guys are a bunch of giant cake suckers, I'll tell you. <laughs> Hashtag cake sucker. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think the, uh, I think, I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple game. Four turnovers on the road compared to one. It's not, you're not, you're not going to, I mean, it's amazing. That's just how bad the Cowboys are and how good of a team we truly are. We played our group and, and, and this has been the Eagles MO all season. And I think Jalen just at times can mask it, but to no fault or Gardner, I mean, he, he did, he deserved to win that game. Like that, that guy, both his interceptions were not bad throws. Nope. Fucking, I swear to God, I, I, I never want to see Quez Watkins wearing an Eagles jersey again. Yeah, that was. I don't know who funny. we have on the, seriously, that guy, not, not Covey. Who's the other guy? Do we have that guy Kane on the practice squad mm-hmm. from, can we activate anybody but Quez Watkins? The guy gives up on so many routes. It is absolute insanity. And the well, let's, give Pascal, let's give Pascal the ball. I yeah, mean, he had a concussion, but then he was playing, I thought, because I didn't think he was supposed to play because he had – anywho, I, I am so out on Quez Watkins. Um, and then Miles Sanders, it's – I mean, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. It's like talk about a guy who's not ready to handle big moments. Um, I mean, that's just what it was. He just, I mean, as an NFL player, I get it. Shit happens. We're human. Still understand. I'm not trying to be like, whatever. Sounds but, like builds just kept going with the grievance segment. No, it's just the Eagles just played that bad and they still only lost and they, they could have won the game if, you know, you know, and then I see media, Oh, you know, Gardner shouldn't expect the ball on first down. No, that was a great play that he yeah. did, but. You know, give him the opportunity to still use the middle of the field with a timeout. It's like, so, but no, I think it's, um, I think we should easily handle the Saints. I, I mean, I, they're a good team playing for the playoffs, and they always play us tough, but we should win by a touchdown or so on Sunday. So I, I think we'll be all right. But it'd be great if the Cowboys lose. Then doesn't even, well, we still got to worry about the, uh, the, the Vikings for the bye week, though. We got to win one of these next two games, no matter what. Yep. Unless the Vikings lose to the Packers, though, too. So that's the other thing, too. So, I mean, a lot of things can happen. I just like to get the bye week and, you know, it's just one game closer to the, you know, to where you want to go. Not even going to say the word. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah, no, I guess uh, Eagles, that'll be all right. I think, I, I think we'll bounce back at home. We should uh, right the ship on Sunday, in my opinion. I guess the who, I guess the who that. Yeah, I guess the Saints, because I think, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think Tehran is the kind of coach that can get this team back focused, like, you know, don't shit on them. You know, they played bad. Dallas had a lot to play for. And it was, you got to learn from it, so, but. um, I'd rather it happen now than three weeks from now or four, you know, when the playoffs start. And I think, you know, you know, and I think the whole Jalen wanting to get back quickly, I think Jalen's, you know. I'm not being too whatever. Jalen's seeing the beginning stages of uh, Carson Nick Foles 2.0 happening. Oh a lot boy. of simi- lot of similarities. Oh boy. Carson was on an MVP run, no doubt. In two- I mean, undisputed was the MVP in 2017. Goes down, oh. Nick comes in, whatever. Jalen is pretty much, I think, until this injury was probably the hands-down MVP. I don't know who. I mean, maybe Mahomes. You could argue Mahomes. He goes down. Yeah, Minshew lost his first game, but looked pretty damn good. Well, I don't think he lost because of him, and that by any means. So I think if I think if Gardner comes out and beats the Saints and beats the Giants, ooh wee, you're gonna see Jalen getting that shoulder real loose for the playoffs. Because I tell you what, Gardner Gardner makes a little run in these playoffs. <laughs> no, don't even, Better. don't even, don't even. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just putting it out there. Just put it out there. Shouldn't even put it out there. Why? You know better. Gardner puts up 335 and three touchdowns and against the Cowboys where Jalen's never played that good before in his career. I don't know. It just I like, you know, I, I mean, I just want to win games. I don't give a shit who our quarterback is. Hey, so, and Jaylen. look at, and and to your they point. Gotta though, do it, John. We gotta do it. Look at how look fun. at how we won a Super Bowl in seventeen, you know? 
So. We had we had an, a bona fide uh, shoe in MVP quarterback go down with a with a dreadful knee injury, and then in comes our backup, and you know I, I think what's our next segment so we can, so we don't blow John's set up. What's our next segment? No, I'll New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Let, let okay. me get fifteen seconds, and I'm, then I'll no, 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 we're good. Go I just think that the, the Lane Johnson industry, inter, injury, Avante Maddox industry, Jesus, injury, <laughs> and Jalen Hurts' injury all sort of in two weeks' time really was like a kind of a, 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 a dick punch to this team, like doing so well. And then like you could have – if Jalen plays, maybe Lane doesn't get hurt. Maybe, I, Bill, you brought this up I think two weeks ago or last week was like, why don't we just sit these guys? And I was like, what are you, nuts? And then, like, a game like Dallas happens, and I'm like, Bill's right. Why do we play any of these guys? Because if, if in three weeks now, I will argue that if they didn't play for a month, they're probably first game in the playoffs, they probably looked like crap. It, that probably wouldn't have helped. But, man, if you were able to be completely healthy, would, have, would, have, would sitting the entire team work? I don't know. I will, we'll never know. But well, here's the thing. At this point in the year, what team is completely healthy? No, I mean, we pretty much were. We were sitting pretty good. Yeah. Minus Garner Johnson, like, and, and Dallas Goddard finally coming back. We were basically, when we walked into that Dallas game, we were, we were um, CJ Garner Johnson and Jalen Hurts. Like, that was yep. it. Or yep. even before that game, it was like literally just Dallas Goddard still being out. He was coming back in the Dallas game. So we almost were like a completely healthy team, but you're exactly right, Matt. I agree with you. At, at week 16 of, the, of an NFL season, who's not hurt, but like Lane Johnson, like tearing basically his stomach. Yeah. And like now the reports are like he should have surgery or he want, he doesn't want to have <laughs> He's surgery. He's going to hold off. He's going to hold off. I don't off. like that, that position I'm sure is a lot of core. I, well, we'll see, you know? So, I mean, but Hopefully this is why. Better. But this is why we and you go back to to our to our boy sitting at the top. This is why you have guys like Dillard. Why you don't trade him? Yeah. First round pick. You better come to. You better come the f in. And yeah, we're not saying you say trying to say you got to be lean, but ooh, you may even making millions of dollars on that bench. You're only board. as good as the next man up. So, so you know, Cowboys up seventeen six. Now How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? How dare you? <laughs> well, listen, it's getting late here. Let's move on to our final segment, which is the New Year's resolutions for 2023. Philly sports style. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go for it. I'm just going to stick on to the NBA theme here. Um, specifically our, our, um, our beloved Philadelphia 76ers the sucks. Seems like they're starting to turn a corner a little bit, you know, coming off an eight, eight win, uh, eight, um, an eight win streak. Um, what they, they snapped it to the terrible <laughs> wizard, 12th place wizards or whatever, but listen, you know, um, the sun shines on a dog's ass some days too, um, but it seems like you know we get Maxi back healthy, um, things start clicking. I just as a resolution for twenty twenty three, Philadelphia 76ers, if you're listening, just give the goddamn fans what they've been waiting for. Simple as that. Dollar dog nights. <laughs> Dollar dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bogo pretzel night. <laughs> They're trying. They're trying. No, just, 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 just deliver, man. Like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna piggyback that, and I'm not even gonna use this for my. Maybe I, maybe I could use it for mine, but I'm gonna try to. I'm not ready to jump on like board with the Sixers, but I'm ready. After watching that Knicks game, that was the most game I've watched all season. I watched pretty much the entire second half, um, like the entire second, and um, just seeing like what this team could be 
And we weren't even all healthy. I mean, I didn't see Thibault out there. I didn't see PJ Tucker. He fell on his hip that that ship bag. Um, and and let's and let's let's just preface it. It's the Knicks. Who no, but I mean, but the Knicks were one of the you know they were on a little skid, but um, I mean they're right now we're, we're only a half game out. I mean they were the sixth seed. I mean they 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 won like eight out of ten. They came in hot, and I mean they with Jalen Brunson. They're, they have a true like point guard leader now. So again, yeah. I'm, I, I know they're not the Warriors or the Bucks. So I'm not going to get nuts. But what I'm well, going to say, but they came is, out fire in that game, and, the, and we fell only, behind. Only point I was making was is they were down the entire game, and then in the fourth quarter, I just watched James hit like two threes and a and like a good drive for layup, and just put the team on his back. And we were down three, then up five in like a minute, and it was like, that's why you're here. The, when the, the team min, is puttering, min, minivan hit some like, big shots too. He did too. No, he hit some big threes. But when the team's not scoring, like you got to identify that and know at any point you got to put up like seven, eight, nine points in like two minutes and get mm-hmm. this team humming. Because and, and I just saw like you know and you know I think playing in New York, he gets fired up with the fans and shit. But I just saw a glimpse of like man, like. That's what we've been waiting for. This team could be really, really good because I don't think there's any. I mean, Boston, I think is the best team in the East again. I think you know they're the clear. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna fucking fall out of my chair. Those fucking cake suckers. And um, <laughs> uh, but I think they're. I mean, truly, I mean, you know, they won the East, and I think the Nets are gonna be real good. Like they're kind of finding their legs now. Like they're kind of finding their role with Ben. Like Ben's kind of getting his legs. But the Sixers just. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think my New Year's resolution to, to tie yours is just I'm not going to go. Gonna, you know, I'm not going to give them a pass. But if they, you know, they're winning something, they've won like seven or eight out of nine. Like, but I wanted to see, like, if these guys can kind of climb the ranks, I'm going to give them a little bit of a slate to be like, all right, this is the year. Because if it doesn't happen, then what happens to this team next year? But. You know, I'm I'm ready to put on the Harden jersey for, for for one more run if this team continues to you know to show that they give a shit. Because um, it's like, and one last thing, and I'll shut up. I don't know, understand because they were talking about at the halftime show, like the national morons was going over like early MVP like Kenneth, and I know it's a John Saber thing, um, <laughs> but I don't get how because they commented. Um, one of the sports, one of the now, I think Reddick brought it up in the fourth quarter. How it blows his mind that Joel could lead the NBA in scoring and nobody talks about him for the MVP again. Like it was Ja, it was every, like it was a few guys that Kev, KD, Kyrie, all these guys. They're all behind Joel in points and rebounds, but yet Joel, because of how he plays, he draws into the fouls, he falls down a lot. So. I hear that shit, and it kind of makes me want to give Joel one more, like, I got your back, big man. Like, let's go on a run. Like, this is your city. I think if Joel stays healthy, it'd be a different story. I think. I mean, last year he played, he played just as many, he played like two less games than the Joker, like two or three. And so it's like, but you're right, though. I mean, that was his. And the big reality is, 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 is is the tank. The media will never like if he got traded to the Bulls and did this. I bet you any amount of shot and beer in the world he would get an MVP mm-hmm. because it's the Sixers and we tank to get him. He'll never like he'll have to put up like insane numbers to get the MVP, which is fine. I don't care about that. I want the ring, but I don't know. I just watched that this team and it's like man, when they're dialed in, this this team looks pretty good. But what team are you going to get? And that's the thing with the NBA. It's when do they give a shit? Oh, they're on national TV and we're New York. Okay, we're gonna play hard today. Let's play hard, guys. And it's like so, but mm-hmm. that's my resolution is. I'm and gonna you give can't it- always turn it on. Like you can't just. It's not always a flip of the switch, especially in the playoffs, especially when you know games start to really matter. Um, you know, it's the cream of the crop starts to rise. You know, and I just you can't wait that long. You know, no. like it's like preparing for a final exam, man. You just you, there's only so much cr- cramming you can do, you know, for that final exam. It's just you can't you, 
you can't you can't just turn it on, you know, at the flip of a switch all the time. So against the mediocre, you know, quasi bad teams like the Knicks, yeah. But are you going to be able to do that in a seven game series against, you know, exactly. the Bucks or even Cleveland? You know, so I I, I don't know. I I just. I just, I just want them to, I want them to give us one, man. Like, if this is going to be the last year that we, you know, are truly a contender, let, let's, let's do it, man. You know, sack up and roll into 2023, just, just, you know, humming. I'm done. I'll shut up, yeah. John. Bring us uh, home. So. As you guys know, I'm a I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Um, they're my number one team. I always have. Um, the Sixers are my second team in Philly sports, but really my resolution revolves around three and four here. And I think that for a long time, I've kind of ignored the Phillies because of my distaste, obviously, for a certain right fielder that we have. Um, but I, I'm going to start to try to give that team a little bit more of a chance, I think. Um, not, to, not to bandwagon or to get on after. after. I just think that um, I kind of, as a Philly sports fan, kind of ignore them for the most part. And I even think knowing the Flyers, who haven't been good for a long time, um, I, I think it's time to, you know, when they're on to keep an eye on them and not ignore as much as I do for, you know, the Phillies as well. Like it's just something that I feel as though I've kind of ignored and I don't want to ignore it anymore because I think that we live in such a great sports town, even though when the teams, like you're saying, when your team's shitty or your team, you, you think your team's good enough to win and they don't, you kind of get let down. But I think we kind of ignore those years where like they might be really bad and, you know, maybe there's something there. And, and I think that I've been doing that the last probably 10 years It's kind of just been all, all Eagles all the time, you know, secondarily, obviously the Sixers, but then after that, it has been nothing. It's been watching other NBA basketball, maybe watching other NFL football and evil dabbling in college. But I'd like to, in the new year, um, start to watch a couple more Flyers games, start to really understand what's sort of going on with them as an organization, and then pay a little more attention to the Phillies and hope that, you know, I can gain a little bit more understanding of of where my dislikes for them are and maybe, like, battle through them. So that's it. Very noble of you, sir. Very noble. We'll see if it happens. It's a great... It's a great positive way to end the episode. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a good way to end it. We're all trying to give these suck holes a chance in 2023. <laughs> For what reason, I have no idea. But I guess we will. We'll see what happens. That and if J-Lo month. was here, he would be like, well, what about the union? <laughs> no, yeah, they'll just we'll they'll give the union a shot, too. They'll just Let's blow just blow a lead in stoppage time again. No, whatever those guys. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't get behind soccer. <laughs> well, there's always 2024, John. There you go. Could be my 2024. Never know. I mean, hey, you know, just uh, baby just, steps. Just get schooled in in Flyers and Phillies this 2023, and then you know when you're up on them, you know, maybe the union's uh, knocking on your door. You never know. We'll see. Never know. Probably not, but you know, probably not. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, and f- for that, that does it for the last podcast of the year here. Forfeit. Um, check us out on the social media interwebs at Forfeit Pod. Um, email us uh, forfeitpod at gmail dot com. We're not on uh, TikTok, idiots. We're not. Ooh, yeah, we're yeah. not picking. We're not talking the tick. We don't do that uh, shit. No, nah, we don't do that shit. So stop asking. And that's not a 2023 thing. That's not a 2024 thing. That's a 20 never thing. That's it. Back to you on that, everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm, maybe. Oh, maybe. 
So for myself, Metal Matt, Big John Stud, Wild Bill, everyone have a safe, happy, healthy new year. Go Birds!